2: It's February 2nd, 2023, and you're listening to episode 321 of the PHP Ugly Podcast, a weekly developer podcast focused on the PHP programming language and surrounding community. I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson, and we get together every week on Thursday night, 9pm Pacific time. You can come join us, watch our live stream, YouTube, Twitch, I. Don't even know where else we stream anymore, to be honest with you. <laughs> and you can participate in that live stream by joining us in our Discord channel at discord.phpugly.com. They become part of the show. We but they we we enjoy that, believe it or not. <laughs> and uh, yeah. We do we would like to thank a couple of people, a couple of groups, a couple of organizations, uh for sponsoring the show, first off, we have Honey Badger, and as always, we'd like to thank our patrons on Patreon. We're going to talk about all of them a little later in the show, but for now, allow me to introduce my co-hosts, John Congdon. Hello, hello, and Tom Ryder.
3: Good evening.
0: My light is way we- off.
3: I'm just I'm say happy that. you
0: were able
2: to join us, John.
3: Me too. I'm happy I was I, able I can't to join. You doubted it. What? I'm happy I was able to join. Mike, I forgot that I have a, an old spinning disk hard drive in this computer and that that means it takes a half an hour to reboot. I, I, I saw you post that in
2: Discord. I'm like, who has spinning <clears throat> disk anymore? Do you, you? How old is this computer?
3: Well, as a computer professional, you can't you can't date the computer as a whole. Obviously, components individually have their own ages, and the SSD that was in there uh, died a horrible, horrible death after ten years. So, my emergency backup supply came in, and I, I I literally have just the box with like a one terabyte SSD right here that I just haven't put into it yet because like getting under my desk and taking a panel off is hard
0: well you're about well, to move it anyway, anyway so <laughs>
2: yeah i was going to say, just do right, it when
0: so you like, move once, it like
3: once once i have it off the ground and in a in a you know container truck i'll have it moved
2: so what's the what's the status with that what's everything still on schedule uh,
0: oh, uh, hmm. i saw the picture of you in the big sign when you yeah, you look so
2: happy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they, they ask you to sign paperwork for two hours, and then they're like, hey, also, now that you're done with that, uh, just smile real big so that we can promote our realty company. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, my hand hurts, and I don't want to do that.
0: <laughs>
3: and my wife, who had to sign three things... Said, "Come on, honey, just take the picture. It's big."
0: Uh, I had, I had. What do you you mean? I had to sign three things. You're you're not co owners of the property.
3: No, she is a co owner of the property. I have the loan. You're not
0: right. You don't both. You're not both on the loan paperwork, too. No,
3: she's a teacher. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Every time I bought a house, both my wife and I had to sign the same papers, and we both like...
3: Yes, but but my wife's a teacher. She doesn't...
2: It's like it's like no no no. She gets a pass. She's a drug dealer. She's a federal <laughs> prison. No, she's not on the loan. If
3: she if she were a drug dealer, she'd have lots of money, and she could be she would go on the loan. No, teachers in America are historically underpaid, and as such, her Doesn't credit line.
0: You're, it's not, a joint it, account. A loan,
3: it, it was in the best interest of the loan if I took the loan out independently, but we both were owners of the home.
2: Gotcha. You see, that, that's how the wife divorces you, gets the house, and doesn't have to worry about the loan. Oh, I'm just I know. Kidding.
3: I am well aware.
2: She might be a little smarter. She hasn't than just stopped a little smiling little
3: since we signed the paperwork, and I think it's because we bought a new house, but I can't be sure. <laughs> it might just be that I bought her a new house, although I'm pretty sure she loves me because... I did manage to do something so romantic that it made her cry twice now. I'm buying her bees.
2: uh, Very interested.
3: She's always loved bees. She's always loved bees. And it's always been one of those like we can never have a beehive because. So you told her about it? So I did tell her about the bees. Well, because it turns out when you buy. Uh, when you buy something on your card from uh B supplies Colorado Springs, it shows up in your credit card receipt as B <laughs> supplies Colorado Springs.
2: I gotta be honest <laughs> with you, Tom. That whole that whole gesture just bugs me. Not <laughs> bugs. Insects. Insects you. Yeah. It's the joke
3: doesn't work if you say insects, though, so Tom, stay with it. Uh, it doesn't didn't work anyways. Wasn't going to, wasn't going to shit on it unless it did work. I, so we're very excited. We're going to have, uh, we're going to be beekeepers. I'm going to, uh, theme many parts of the house in hexagons, not the black and white necessarily, but, uh, we are just going to have like subtle hexagon representation around the house. Uh, it's. We are right in the middle of the process of renovation, though, and holy shit, it takes so much work. I'm losing my mind. Hey, Eric, if your kids or
0: extended kids are going to be on all the platforms, they should be moderators, please.
2: <laughs> I'm about to moderate uh, yeah, I them. Would,
3: off <laughs> I would go the opposite direction and say that if your kids are going to be on the platforms, we need to moderate them much more closely.
2: I was going to say, especially if all they're going to do is spam us talking to themselves. And I mean, hey, is, welcome back. I, I had to delete
0: a, I had a deleted, um, message earlier, so they could do that.
2: Oh, did that you? Yeah.
3: Yeah, so, are so we are taking down a wall. We are completely reflooring the living room and kitchen. We are uh, repainting everything and call and... Uh, new countertops new sink Uh, and we have two weeks to get all of that done and it's driving me and my wife a little bit crazy
2: oh so you have ownership of the house now
3: yeah so the day after we recorded last week uh i signed the closing papers we have official ownership um it's funny because when you sign over
0: every day and just like running around naked in the house
3: uh, my kids are, which is weird. <laughs> my I've, I've had several conversations with my kids where they were like, yeah, I just went to the house to hang out in my new empty room. And I was like, you could have taken some boxes with you. We <laughs> House full of boxes. Well, you know, they have to get
2: over there early and pee in their room so they can mark their territory.
3: Yeah. Well, so I, dr- I drink a lot of fluids uh, i 've had to settle for wolf urine just to get the smell deep enough my My own scent is not strong enough, but uh it's it 's starting to attract neighbors and bees
2: good good first impression out there
3: yeah so we're we 're very excited um The kids are more excited than I thought they would be and hoped they would be. I thought that they would treat this as sort of like a temporary living situation they seem to be planning you just, you just for the next 10 years living
0: situation by giving them more room
3: yeah it's it it seems like a miscalculation on my end yeah <laughs> waiting another
0: year or two would yeah probably
3: help. well because they they all seemed about ready to move out a couple months ago like emails saying like i can't fucking stand this anymore and but now they're all really excited to be living together again. As much as I love that family unity, uh, it's it was not the goal.
2: All right, he's got his
0: elephant. Mm-hmm. Buttery Crumpets wins for best picture in Discord so far.
2: Yeah, let me pull up Discord. Oh, buttery. That didn't you work. Mean, that didn't work. So that hard. didn't work. Oh, I know why. Yeah. Oh. Well, i got to fix that. I know why. Do do, 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 tell. All right, while you're
0: doing that. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy I was able to make it tonight, too. I somehow found myself roped into volunteering to be a little league manager for a team. Because they kept sending emails saying, we need more managers. And I kept being like... Somebody else Ugh. will do it, not me.
3: More project <laughs> management finally, talk.
0: And finally, it got to a point where it was, uh, we need managers or we're not doing the draft. <laughs> so I'm like, fine. I've been kind of considering it, you know, the first couple times I saw the emails and finally decided to, to do it and went to the draft. That's scenarios. how they rope you in.
2: It, it, it was interesting. The funniest story I remember as a kid, my dad... Every year, would say, "That's it. I'm not coaching anymore." You know, this is this is my last year of coaching, and then next year, of course, he would end up coaching somewhere. That wouldn't always be the team I was on, just within the organization somewhere. And then it came to, "I mean it this time. There's no way they're going to get me to coach. I'm only going to the meeting to let them know I am not coaching. Don't put me on a team." And he comes home, and my mom's like, "Who are you coaching?" He goes, "Up." Ah! I'm not coaching anybody. And she kind of looks at him. He goes, I'm the commissioner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he was coaching teams that you weren't on. I yeah. guess, I guess
3: almost exclusively. Uh,
2: yeah. He only, he only coached a couple of teams. I was actually on. And, you know, I think only once or once or twice was he the actual coach. Like, I think he was assistant coach a couple of times, but besides that, no, he typically coached some other layer. He liked to coach intermurials, intermurials. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. The the kids that are just starting. Uh, He coached them. I guess my mind's only in little
0: league because that's where I'm at. Once you get past that, I know it gets a whole lot different. Like when when you get into travel ball or the – Upper ages.
2: Yeah, the structure was a little different for for me growing up. But like I, I had never heard of travel ball until I moved out here, and I wish I had that opportunity as a kid. It just seems like a fantastic opportunity. But yeah, no, we yeah, just for the kid, not for the parents. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> I'm more interested. I am happy you were able to make it, John. But I'm more interested is your week is your week going any better? Oh than my, last year, um, last
0: week, <clears throat> as of now. Yes, but this week, worked all weekends, and then all this week, like, people, like, five, six, seven, I was staying up till two, three o'clock in the morning, and two, three o'clock in the morning for me is five, six o'clock for people on the East Coast, and I'm like, why don't you guys go to bed, I'll do this other thing, and they'd stay up, and it was just, yeah, there was a lot of lot of effort put into getting the client back online. <clears throat> uh, mm. I know I shared a little bit. I still don't know how much I can share, but yeah, overnight they were shut down. They, they were dead in the water. They do phone calls and all of a sudden they couldn't make phone calls with any carrier. Uh, CEOs up at two o'clock in the morning talking to CEOs of carriers to get things going and it was just nuts how much work went into getting them back up and functioning.
2: I'm happy you were able to do
0: it. It's been a, an experience. Like I have been doing uh, stuff in asterisk since two thousand three, two thousand four? Asterisk? So I what? Just say asterisk? As- Asterisk, it's a PBX phone system. It's P- open, open source telephony software. And so uh, I'm not deep in it because you can do a hell of a lot more than I have. <clears throat> but I've done things in the past where setting up uh, kind of like a call center where agents would get on and take phone calls for customer service, uh, using it for internal phones. So you used to have SIP phones sitting on the desk that you could program, which was really cool. So calling between offices, um, now using it for outbound calling. It getting back into it because I do PHP most of the time. uh, Has been fun for sure.
2: Cool, 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 cool. Well, uh, I have, I think, uh, somewhat of an awkward admission to make (laughs) what is that and i don't know when when you kind of like are what one of the bosses you get smoke blowing up your ass sometimes because they just don't want you to know how bad you are
1: but i actually got a
2: compliment on my project management skills
3: (laughs) oh no Uh, wait how did you take that did, who you did just, it and who should I fire? Did you quit on the spot?
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I took, uh, I, I took, uh, I took uh, I, I've been telling you guys about Notion for a while and uh, I did some project management. I've been using it, you know, to, to do my project management, the little project management I do as far as our weekly meetings and things like that and tracking, you know, who should be doing what sort of thing. But a uh, project that I'm working on with a couple of other developers, um, you know, we we had the meeting with the client who was a little too excited about how well the project turned out. <laughs> 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 I mean, we'll get back it, was, to that. it was like, uh, you know, I mocked up some pages to kind of be a placeholder of okay, you would the idea is you come to a landing page, then you go into this order order workflow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, it's, when we do this and I'm showing them the page, the pages, I'm like, when we do this for real, we're, we want to kind of keep a little bit of the style where it's very minimalistic. Cause their goal is to have something that that's, uh, can has high performance. This is one that I was doing a lot of load testing for, so I'm like, you know, you don't want to put a lot of assets on it. You want to try, try to keep it kind of lean and mean. And they're looking at it. I was like, no, this is perfect. I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. What, <laughs> what do you mean? This, this is perfect. <laughs> like, no, no, this is, this will work. I'm like, the, the, those aren't real words on the page. You know that, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so they, they really liked it. I mean, they, they came back with a bunch of, um, you know, changes they want. Us to make and a couple of uh, tweaks, and so I captured all that stuff. Oh yeah, along that same line, uh, I ca- I captured all that stuff. I put it in Notion. and then because I'm working with these other developers, I kind of divvied everything up because this is I don't really want to call it a microservice, but it is kind of a microservice. It's uh, it's got you know the name for this architecture, but everybody's kind of working on their own service, their own application in this architecture. And so I just had to divvy up everybody's task. And I did it in notion in a way where they could see what they're working on. They could see what tasks were dependent on their service, as well as what task it was related to that might have to be done before they can get theirs done. Because I, I do the backend API. So like just about everything is dependent on me first creating an API endpoint that either they can read from or they can write to. So a lot of things are dependent on me doing the API endpoint. And that. No, so right. I don't know. I, I, I spent a good amount of time in Notion with it. And they, they seem to really like the flow. Question with that, though. I think,
0: I think that right. your, your mic keeps cutting out, Tom. I think the team needs to go to open API spec talks at tech because I think it's, you get away from that. I have to create the API endpoint first. You just agree to the spec first, and then you can both work separately. You write the API to fulfill the spec. They write the consuming code to consume your spec, knowing that you're going to give them what they need when you're ready.
3: Yeah, and that's basically what I was going to say is that uh, in my most recent projects, when I have a front end and back end communication, I have the spec, you know, established as a receive X respond Y system, and there's systems like Canary that can sort of like prep that for you. Uh, Postman has a uh, a tier where you can create an artificial API that expect certain things and respond certain ways. Um, Mm -hmm. But you're, are you saying that you, you're developing the API first and then the, the intake?
2: Well, the API is already, already developed. We're just adding, adding new fields that can be passed to it. In some cases, new fields that are being sent to like the front end or or the payment processing so most 95 percent of the api is built i think there's i think i'm going to create a new one new api endpoint possibly for sure i'm i am everything else is just let's tweak this endpoint to include this field sort of conversation.
3: I, I've seen a lot of stuff out there that's about like versioning your API, but I haven't really seen any good packages for, I assume this is like a Laravel project. Yes. So I, I kind of wish there was something easier for API versioning within Laravel because Laravel's like right where it should be simple to just insert a thing that auto versions your controllers where you can extend a controller with a version number and say like this is the new response
2: Uh, yeah i mean i don't see i don't see how that would be super difficult especially with the way you break down routes yeah i mean it's just creating new groups with the v number in front of it sort of thing or I don't know. This is a Greenfield app, so it hasn't even been launched yet. Obviously, we're we're still building it, so I'm not too overly concerned about versioning today, but it, it is something to take in consideration, especially if they really run with this. It,
0: see, it depends on what the API is being used for. Like the APIs you're building, it's currently internal usage. Like we're building the front end and the back end. It's not an open API for anybody to use, right? So I don't think versioning is as important. That's actually a
2: great point, yeah.
0: Making a public API, versioning becomes a whole lot more important.
3: Absolutely, the versioning becomes important, but it, it also depends on the size of the project because finding that time as a project manager to get the front end to mesh with the back end can take a, a month or two months depending on what you're working on. So, like in a bigger team, even if it's just internal, you might want to release stuff that's not compatible across the board.
2: Mm, perhaps. It, it's literally a thing 30. I do. Was-
0: <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, but again, at that point, you you're it's not being built cohesively like a front end and a back end. You're talking about having multiple teams that are doing things differently where if you had one team, two different teams hitting the same API, they may be at different versioning points.
3: Right. Which is, it's really the situation I run into where we have things that they, that everyone says, don't touch that because a lot of weird stuff uses that and we don't want to screw it up.
0: Welcome to Legacy
3: Monolith Teams. <laughs> well, but the the one of the things Nine. one of the things I heard this week was was that developers who are developing Greenfield today are building tomorrow's legacy application.
0: We say that. <laughs> That's our thing.
3: Oh. Yeah, no, I heard it about a week ago.
0: That was the
2: intro that yeah. you guys said, stop being no, no. so stupid, stop
0: that saying it so That wrong. makes a
3: bit more sense. <laughs> so if you're in that business where you're developing tomorrow's legacy application, start with versioning everything as 1.0. Make sure that when it gets to be like an actual legacy application, you've got that thing to fall back on. Because what I'm building, fair, fair I'm, I'm building billing systems you know, customer facing, uh, enterprise facing. Like I'm, I'm building eight different things at once. They're not all going to be on the same version at the same time. It's a thing I just came up with building tomorrow's legacy applications
2: (laughs) today. All right. I I, I want to, I want to address something. I, I, I thought it was related to something else, but it turns out it wasn't, uh, Ben Ramsey, the infamous election stealing Ben Ramsey, is in our Discord saying that my tweet of the go live didn't post to our Mastodon account. I'm like, well, that's crazy. I, I use a service for that, so we should have just done it. Well, apparently not anymore. No. I saw this. So the, so the service I was using to cross post between Twitter and Mastodon, which is a big deal because I'm using it for PHP Architect, PHP Ugly, as well as my personal account in uh, PHP Tech as well, um, is apparently no more. Uh, I thought this was going to be related to the fact that Twitter ha- is implementing a pricing tier for their API, but it does not appear to be this way, uh, according to his post. He actually posted this back on December 23rd, saying that at the end of January he was going to shut it
3: down. Um, if only there was a place I could yeah. go to look up these kinds of notifications.
2: Yeah. So the cool thing about it is this was an open source project. I do have the GitHub repo, uh. So and I and I've been able to run it, so I know it works. The only issue is now I have to get an API key for it, which I, apparently I'm going to have to pay for to post to Twitter. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting. It looks like yet another one of these services. We, we talked about it a few weeks ago about uh, being dependent on other services for your organization. This was this kind of example where I kind of need to take uh, ownership of, over it. Fortunately, again, The benefit of using open source is you can just grab the project and, you know, handle it yourself. I'm going to probably do that for a little while. Maybe if uh, others in the community are still using it or still dependent on it, they can reach out and let PHP Architect know. Maybe we'll make it an official PHP Architect instance or something. But,
0: yeah. so did it actually say why I saw briefly on your screen there, where it was saying that it was just too much work. There was a lot of support requests and everything. It wasn't a financial decision.
2: Yeah. I, I, I literally pulled it up as we were talking. So I haven't read through it. I'll tell you what, I will throw it in the show notes and I will throw it in Trilio right now. So if anybody wants to read it, uh, they are more than welcome
0: to. Ramsey is giving you another option for a cross poster as well.
2: Hey, fantastic! Thank you, Ramsey. I don't care what everybody says about you; you're still a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we make friends uh, in the community, fucking Steve. Yeah. <laughs> let Let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and share this with uh, in in. Well, I guess I don't need to share it in discord although it will repost in discord oh shoot what happened is that the right oh wow what a weird url that is okay
3: uh yes click the weird url (laughs) wait
2: that's weird it didn't
3: what are you talking about
2: i clicked maybe that was my First mistake, I clicked on the URL from Ben Ramsey, and <laughs> <laughs> it didn't populate the address bar correctly or, or something. I don't know. It's weird. But here, uh, everybody interested, you know, make this a little bigger. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So I guess I will be that, giving That looks this like you've been hacked. Pride. ASCII, art is, well,
3: Ascii art is a good giveaway that you've been hacked in some way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Link your Mastodon account... I've seen it in
3: lots of PHP files in the past. Just enter your username and password. password.
2: Do it live. Okay, Um, Discord, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm going to add that to Trello so it makes it into the show notes, which means it will post again to
3: Discord. Compromises our Trello. I
2: apologize. Apologize for that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do this live. You guys keep talking. I'm, I'm, I'm adding a, a new cross poster. Well, you were
0: talking about bringing that in and taking ownership of it. And that's going back to my week. That's basically what I've been doing is instead of using third parties to do things for us, it's by bringing it in-house, rebuilding it, which is shocking. How, again, working till 3 o'clock in the morning, but how quickly some of these things have been rebuilt and we're able to uh, handle that now makes it a lot easier where now we, we can go to other providers and we're not tied to a single vendor, which has always been a concern, right? You you integrate so tightly with some third party. What happens when they go away? So it's been a, an interesting week in the sense that we're trying to remove a lot of those bottlenecks
3: and have. Well, you know, I mean you're finding that you're not as police. closely tied to things that as you thought you were. That were what? You're not as closely tied to things as you thought you were.
2: No, we were. No, in the sense, <laughs> I that think it's just the opposite.
3: <laughs> we were
0: way too tied. I
3: mean, to code a specific wise. vendor.
0: No, code wise, we were way too tied to that vendor. So it. The the cool part was. I was able to on on our code side continue with the responses we were giving and make my asterisk boxes act as if they were the vendor and say hey this just happened what do I need to do and then you know we gave the same response back we would give the vendor
3: and then act on it is so, this something you can open source you, oh, can, sure. you can contribute back but, to the people that you've Copied no. <laughs> from?
0: No, because where we got where we used was an open source. Oh, it was just an API. All oh,
3: right.
2: Yeah, but I I, I kind of I, I I go around and around on this, and and John John's been privy to many of these conversations where you know I always have these like visions of grandeur where. I, everything in my company is open source. Everything in my company is maintained and owned by us. I, I've tried to talk John into like uh, implementing next cloud instead of using Dropbox or, or Google docs or um, what was the, uh, what's the Slack one I kept talking about. Um, there's a, there's a Slack open source that. Slack version. And, I like I love this idea of of doing it and owning it but then I like I'm like I barely have enough time to manage the paid services we use. I there's no way I'm going to have the time to manage the servers and keep everything up to date and make sure there're no security issues. I, I, I just
0: struggle, the, man. And then a lot of these things ha- like Slack has integrations built in that you just don't have with the open source. I'm not saying you can't, but it's Mattermost. there.
2: That's the open source one I was looking at. There's a couple. I think Rocket's another one, but Matter- Mattermost was the one That's I was right. looking at. Mattermost and NextCloud were the two big things. Wasn't I was Mattermost... To...
0: There was something so confusing about that, trying to get that up and running, I thought.
2: I don't mm. remember I, I've done it a couple of times, but... And I, and I will say, yeah... See the Slack thing is tough. Mattermost is pretty good. Like if you look at the Mattermost project, there is a lot of integrations out there. Even maybe some things that Slack doesn't have. Um, and for a hot minute, yeah, you know, I've been ranting about Tailscale, and I will continue to rant about Tailscale and how much I enjoy Tailscale. Uh, I thought, well, I could actually run Mattermost on a Machine that I have just for the company, which would be fine, right? It's really for companies, company communications. But again, to John's point, I can't use any integrations with it. Not because it's Mattermost, but because it's on my tailscale network, GitHub wouldn't be able to communicate to it or, you know, whatever, whatever external services I try to use wouldn't be able to communicate to it. So I, I, pump the brakes on that and there's also
0: the fact that like with slack i don't use it just for php architect i use it for lots of other companies so it it would be not replacing slack but being in addition to slack which makes it yeah but here's
2: my thing on that slack is so expensive and i only have to pay for my company i don't have to pay for the other ones so i'll use the other I'll use it for the other ones. Slack has got to be one of the more more expensive services we use, and we get a lot out of it. I just don't know if it justifies that much money. And then there's the whole, mm. you know, we don't own. Where's that? Who owns that data? Not that it's been a problem, but
3: yeah. All I right, don't you, know. you've
0: convinced me. It, it's an expense. Let's get rid of it. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah,
3: I forgot about the whole money aspect of this. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense to me. I'm not clear on this. How much does Slack cost? Because, like, to a lot to me, Slack has always been an end user experience or a free service for very small teams.
0: Yeah, so your your free service is great, except it only maintains the past ten thousand chats, and in a company like.
3: So stop talking so much. When we so when much. We're, on the free,
0: when were on the free service, and I wanted to go back and search, it's like it's amazing how quickly you burn through that chat, and you just don't have access to the
3: history. Is that a like a global ten thousand, or is it per channel? No, it's, yeah, <clears throat> it's global. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm I'm wondering how much we have for our dog and cat owner specific channels. Like, what does that cost us? <laughs> 'Cause I could well and I can Slack, go back ten years in our
2: dog channel. Free tier, did change their free tier. I don't know what changes they made to it because again mm-hmm. we're, we're paying for it, so it's not that
3: give give me whatever. a give me a rough, slightly embarrassing number.
2: You, you can you can go to Slack's website. Let's just go to uh I should be able to go to Slack.com, right? They 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 have their pricing on there, don't they? Slack.com. That's not com.
3: It just says talk to six Okay, so it's it's expensive enough that they don't publish their price. No, they publish it. Oh, there we go. No, it's,
2: it's right there. It's right there. So it's, it's $7 a month uh, per, per user. user.
3: Everything's um, per user. Oh, no, it's yeah. not. So the pro... Yeah, okay. So good Lord.
2: Yeah, I think we're on the business plan. We must be on the business plan based on how much we pay. A month, so that's a month. Yeah, so go go say say seven dollars a month, and you have a small company of ten people. That's almost a hundred dollars. That's seventy dollars a month you're paying just for chat. When there's hundreds of free chat services out there, you got Skype, you've got Telegram, you've got—I mean, a ton of them. And all of a sudden, you're you're trying to justify in your head. Why it makes sense to pay seventy dollars a month
0: oh, Eric, for your employees? You're gonna be so proud of your Spanish speaking kid, not knowing mm-hmm. that Ke- not knowing that Kevin is being sarcastic. Your your Spanish speaking kid stepped up, and it's like, no, get his gets one thing and gives another.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel very bad for my Spanish speaking kid they reached out to me they've they've started their new school year i i shared with everybody how i was enjoying helping them through their programming classes they were they had to do a bunch of python programming and they let me know yesterday they're like hey hey we've started our new programming class and this this semester is java i'm like I'm noping out on you. Good luck with that. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. That sucks. <laughs> it's
0: it, take your time to learn it. It's not so bad. I mean, I I can only hack in mm. it. And I I can't write good code in Just it. Just
3: pass the class. I I'm going to go <clears> the, <throat> op- I did, I the opposite direction of John. Here is that when they talk Look, about math, gotta- focus intently. When they're talking about anything other than math just get a C because the math part is going to bite you in the ass when you go to any language, but the language specific stuff, the grammar, man, you don't need 500 character length function names. And I don't know why Java is a specialty at that, but don't.
2: (laughs) It's what's weird to me. Good. I was going to say, what's weird to me is their major is not computer programming. How's that weird? Their major is science. Why would you have to take a Java class unless your your major was some sort of computer, computer sci major? Like, why why would uh, you have to take a Java class? That just okay. seems cruel. This
3: is, this is a full-length topic that you've introduced. We've got to get to our sponsors and pay the I bills. Mean,
2: we have no... I appreciate that, Tom. That was a good one. Wow. The glasses wow, came off. That means been, I'm
3: fucking serious. It's a,
2: <laughs> speaking of services we use that I don't want to host myself, Honey Badger is a real service that PHP architect uses for their clients and for ourselves. I might add. As a matter of fact, I use Honey Badger on PHP Roundtable, and I was doing some testing of some potential streaming solutions using php roundtables website and i broke the routes and i knew immediately because honey badger notified me so i want to thank you honey badger for saving my bacon there because i would have never had uh, gone back and looked at that had you not notified me and as a, as a thank PHP you for that, Honeybadger.io,
0: the web developers. Honeybadger offers exception uptime and cron monitoring all in one place, and it is easily installed into your web application. Deploy with confidence and be your team's DevOps hero. Their list of features can fit a team of any size. Are you just starting out? Have a fantastic free plan for life that you can use while your traffic is low. Are you an established business? Perfect. You should have a system in place to alert you to errors in real time, not finding out when your web visitors complain, if they ever do. In addition, their third party integrations will let you connect some of the most commonly used alerting services so that you can know at a moment's notice if things go wrong. Head over to honeybadger.io to sign up for a free account to get started. And while you are listening to a PHP podcast, Honeybadger supports so many languages, including Ruby, JavaScript, Elixir, Python, Go, and so many more. Head over to HoneyBadger.io and start your trial today. Thank, Thank you, you HoneyBadger. Badger.
3: Oh, look at that. The, the, the bottom scroll timed up just perfectly. <laughs> oh, I planned that. Did a lot of planning on that. My son is, is going to school now, and uh, his English class assigned him a, an article about a, an impending doom for society. And he chose AI, which isn't surprising, given the last like four months of AI news. but i would like to think that we started it when we started talking about copilot. Uh, yeah, that's what it was yeah, how i'm 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 kind of fascinated with the fact that copilot came out and everyone was like, "Okay, whatever." And then chat GPT, they were like, "It can code things, and everyone freaked out. It's like, yeah. Copilot, which is an AI just for coding, can code things in any language much better. Anyways, so he's he's been doing a lot of research in AI stuff. And a lot of questions arose about what he knows about tech. Because our generation was in a very in-between place with like, the pre-smartphone era. I mean, hell, we had the the car phone era. If I called something a car phone now, <laughs> our kids would have no idea what I meant. But it used to be like, yeah, no, you needed you needed a battery that was powered by a car to make a phone call on the road. A big old bag, too. Yeah, I was like it was the size of a backpack. So. We we had this question, you know, maybe four or five years ago about should programming be part of the general curriculum? And at the time it was like, well, no, you know, I, I think the consensus in general was no, you don't have to know programming to to be generally successful in the world today. But now... I kind of worry because my kids have so little comprehension about the concepts of data, personal information, and how that stuff moves throughout the whole world that I, I want to take them to like a, a level one networking information class and say like, this is how it works. You know, one of one of the big, uh, sponsors for podcasts and YouTube videos is uh, VPN services. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, yeah. Hide your, hide your information. Like people are going on VPNs to go to their Facebook pages. And I'm like, yeah, you've done zero. You've, you've, you've negatively accomplished anything. Uh, right. I, and, I, and I totally agree with you, by the way,
2: Tom, I, I I've stated this in the past, that some level of just basic computer, uh, you know, comp sci, I guess, a little programming, a little networking, a little just, you know, CPUs and how they work sort of conversation should be standard. And my biggest gripe about it was my kids in high school or even a little bit before high school, they're like, yeah, yeah. No, we use a service that keeps everything perfectly private. I'm like, you don't understand how this stuff works. We tell you it's private, but as developers, we can do whatever we want with that data. We can tell you whatever we want with that data. I mean, we can, we're in control. You don't understand how this technology works by the simple fact that you said that. And it was just, it, it it was one of the more triggering things conversations I had with my kids on technology and the fact that I could feel them thinking, "Oh, shut up, old man! You don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> like we built this internet, we built this internet. Well,
3: you and know there was, it was
0: HTTPS when I put my credit card in.
3: There was a time. <laughs> there was a time when I my kids were like eight years old. They were maybe a little older, but they were young, new to the internet, and uh, I just all I did was run a, a a DNS service locally. So when they looked up stuff on their phones, I saw what the domain name was they were looking up. And one time, I saw something slightly objectional, objectionable, and like ran into my kids' room. I saw that. And they, their minds were blown. And,
1: yep. and I
3: built everything educating them about internet safety off of that experience, which was, yeah, no, I'm not going to see everything you do. And I even, when my kids were older, when they were 15, I, I challenged them, you know, do something that I can't find about on the internet. Try to Try to hide something from me. And when I see it, I'll let you know. But if I don't see it, I'll give you money and (laughs) never paid a dollar to any of my kids because they knew I was the king of the internet in the house. And that above me was another king of the internet. And you know, that a lot of the stuff in San Diego class is like schools. They're doing these internet safety courses in elementary school and junior high and stuff. But like it doesn't, it doesn't go extreme enough because in those age ranges, the kids aren't concerned about privacy. They don't have stuff that is driven by hormones and secrecy. Like you really have to,
2: my, my kid, my kid, I, I, when you were talking about your <laughs> DNS story, I was thinking about a story of my own that I that I did with the kids that freaked my kids out. And, and my kid just mentioned it <laughs> in Discord. They had, we had apples at the time. Uh, I forget what I had in their bedroom, and I had the apple. And there's the whole, uh, if you don't use Apple, they have this talk that you can run on the command line. So I would yeah. SSH into their box and I'd start running talk and run all these, com- uh, have their computer talk to them. Freaked them the hell out the first time I did it. Like I, heard, I heard them absolutely freak out, and uh, it was a, I, it was one of the more enjoyable dad moments I had. In well, life. yeah.
3: So we have these Alexa devices. Oh
2: wait, I, 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 I want to interrupt you one more time. Mm-hmm. I, I have both my naturally born kids join us in Discord all the time. My kids' partner, my Sp- Spanish speaking kid, joins us. My wife is in Discord now. I just saw my mother-in-law post. You know, like, we're gonna have to end this podcast. Like, cannot do our podcast. This is now. the
1: last
3: episode. We're this is We're new, done. New How many of my family Discord. members are watching? Uh, it's uh, we we bought my kids Alexa devices, and my wife very quickly learned about the drop-in feature. Uh huh. And I can tell you what, none of my kids will ever install any smart speakers in their rooms ever because they love to sleep in and she will just drop in and be like, hey, get up. You have to go to work. (laughs) (laughs) And the, you know, teenagers love their privacy. They love locked doors but the sound of their mother's voice coming from within a locked room is just horrifying. And so, yeah, we, we dropped, I mean, one Christmas we dropped a hundred bucks to make sure everyone had these devices. They've never been plugged in since they just won't do it. And I'm like, you know what? Valuable lesson. Even, even if you, you don't know why it works, you don't know how it works you have at least learned a lesson. Don't, don't take any device from a person who's just giving it to you.
2: (laughs) We talked about, about education and school and all that in, in computer programming. And I, for those of you listening, I did not set that up. This, this was not planned. John and Tom do not know anything about this. And I haven't even announced it, but I'll announce it here. I haven't put it on the website yet, but the next PHP roundtable is focused on education and development. With I'm trying to, I'm trying to get as much of a heavy lean towards PHP as I can, but I have some instructors and some students and some self-taught people and a bunch of people joining uh, the roundtable, and we're going to talk about that process, like what it's like to learn to code. Today, because back when I learned to code, like half the stuff I work on, no, all the stuff I work on today wasn't around. So I was fortunate. I was at the birth of a lot of these languages and I was able to grow with these languages. These kids now, the internet is established. The internet is a core piece of the world. They're hitting these, this ground running, and I'm just kind of curious. It's like, how is it being taught? How is it being learned? And who, what are you doing with that knowledge? So that's going to be the next PHP roundtable. I'm looking to have it in February. Uh, we're we're kind of getting everybody to vote on the schedule. That's how I do it. I I send out a, a invite to all the people on the panel and say, hey, let me know what day works for you, and then I. Hopefully, get as many people to all agree on a certain day, and that's when I'll schedule it for. So, look for that to come out this weekend. I, I was gonna let, I was gonna leave it out there until tomorrow, and then I was going to pick a day on Saturday and then get it up on the website. But because you're listening to the PHP PhD Ugly Ugly podcast, you get to know early it's just- and. It's not even because you're a Patreon supporter. No, no, it's because you just listen to us. But we do like to thank our Patreon supporters.
3: <laughs> thank you to well, all of our patrons. Eric. You got that
2: up and done during the show. Did it? Thank live. you. You noticed? <laughs> did I did notice. this, I did it all during the show.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Patreon
2: supporters. I, well, we, we just do appreciate we got, everything. Just
0: before we went live, Eric's like, "Oh crap! It's February. I forgot to update the Patreon page."
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I was working with. I don't know if you you saw in Slack, John, um, but I was working with uh, Frank from our Discord, who is a <laughs> PHP Architect employee, and working on that project I'm working on. And he was like, "Hey, you know, I need some icons." He goes, uh, "You know, we need. To, I need to figure out some icons." I'm like, "Oh, I'll get you some icons, brother. Just what do you need?" And I was kicking out icons to him. He goes, "How are you doing this so fast?" I'm like, "I've been creating YouTube thumbnails for the past year and a half, man. Icons are nothing to me."
3: <laughs> I love, I love that Frank is relegated to uh, attends the Discord. Also, the the longest term employee of PHP Architect.
1: <laughs> nope.
3: No, is it me? Oh wait,
2: is he? No. Yeah, he is. He? No.
3: Aside from you two, is he? Yeah, he is.
2: I think Kalen is no, longer, right? No, I think I think it was Kalen than Frank.
3: Kalen took that break to move to Canada, and so he got written <laughs> off.
2: No, he moved to Canada while he was an employee. Yeah, that's he what I mean. He took that break.
3: That, he that yeah, time was—he's
2: trying,
0: he was, trying to make sense of it. Yeah, he was in. You the know, same uh, video.
3: so I I watched a video that was talking about the the different like intelligence levels of these home assistants and these smart assistants. And one of the things that really stood out, uh, this is a, an MKBHD video for anyone who wants to look it up, uh, was that the, the Google home assistant is context aware, whereas none of the other assistants are. So if you say, how tall is Mike Tyson? it will say how tall he is. But then if you say uh, how old is he, it will contextually remember that you're talking about Mike Tyson.
2: Okay. I'm going to test you because I I know, I know it claims that. I just don't know how good it is. No, I I, I watched it. How tall is Mike
3: Tyson? Mike Tyson is five feet, 10 inches tall. People
2: also sometimes ask me, what is Mike Tyson's
1: illness? Do
2: you want to hear the answer? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's my decent illness. No, hey Google, how old is he? He's fifty-six years old. You're right, Tom. There you go.
3: So the other thing. Done so life. Alexa, Siri, and uh, Bixby. Now,
2: did you hear what it said though? When I asked how tall it was, no. Uh, Google re- replied. I, I think he said 5'6 six or something, and she said you want to know what other people ask me a lot about Mike Tyson is what is his illness? Do you want to know that against it? <laughs> no, uh, but now I'm curious. What is
0: it? <laughs> very, very
3: clearly repetitive concussion syndrome. Yes. Yeah, we so, were talking about, but, uh, yeah. but here's the thing, right? Is that this is what chat GPT has shown us is that the capabilities are there. They just don't want us to acknowledge it. If, if, if we could start having full conversations with these home devices, we would start to wonder how much information they're actually gathering. And if you had a home device connected up to chat GPT in a, in a session that managed your whole family's conversations, you could say, you know, Hey, what is the long-term effect of marijuana usage? And it could say, well, it's this and this and this and this, are you interested in how much marijuana you're, your son is using. And I'm like, no, no, I like, that's a bad thing for Google to just be interested in, but it technically right now can absolutely do that. It's just that they don't want us. And I I hate to say like big tech, they, but they don't want us to know how bad the situation really is. Is that there is absolutely someone at Google who has a console who can type in, How many customers do we reach when we approach this target market? And it says, You reach X number of people. Do you want to know what demographics that targets? Do you want to know what area of the country that's in? That, that, that information up. is out there. And when we talk about Cambridge Analytica, Uh, hacking Facebook, that's the information that they were after. And this is how they're compiling it. So when a political organization says, Hey, we're doing attack ads. What markets would be the best ones that this would run in? They get a solid fucking answer. Not like a guess. They get a solid answer that says this is hit. And Oh yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan of Uh,
2: uh, speaking on that topic. I'm not talking like, about being a fan. I'm talking about literally the opposite. But I'm, I'm explaining to you. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of AI. You you can fight it all you want, but it's it's coming, and we as developers need to get, you know, a a, a wrangle. Need to be able to wrangle this. This is where I honestly feel like our industry and our profession, we're going to start mir- mirroring. Doctors, where we're going to have to take some sort of oath on how we use and wh- how we develop and who we develop for and what that de- development's used for. But along the st- along the lines of AI, I'm sure I, I'm breaking some something something I agreed to and clicked through. But I'm I was talking about Notion earlier. I'm a big fan of Notion. I got accepted into Notion's AI uh, beta test, oh. so I have. AI. So you're the my enemy. Lotion. No, you can uh, fight it all you want. Tom? No, un- un- all you unrelated want?
3: to you, this topic. You you're are my enemy.
2: Well, I don't like you. Anyways. I know. So I, don't, that's, I don't really care that's where we're
3: going. What is going on
2: with Mike?
3: <laughs> is it just me?
2: No, it's not just you. And it doesn't, it doesn't come through. It, it's, it's not a problem. It's my on bandwidth. It's just in either. the podcast. Uh, I don't know do 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 you guys hear it on the stream does Tom's mic go in and out as he's talking on the stream I know it does for John and I I gotta imagine it does for the stream as well
0: but okay Zcast does
3: buy a new a house about it
0: well Zencaster want it because it's recording well yeah it's very weird
3: anyways so the, the AI obviously the AI situation is unavoidable and since the 90s we've had these <laughs> since the 90s we've had these codes of conduct and ethics things but we've never held anyone to them and we started to say like hey Terminator 2 that's a real thing Skynet's a thing that's gonna happen and people get very concerned about it now okay so now this is a podcast about my microphone that's alright we're, we're, Eric's muted me, Eric. thank god
2: I'm personally laughing because during our break, Tom's like, "Hey, I'm going to really get into something. You guys just let me know if I'm ranting and want to move on." And I've tried to move on like two or three times now. And Tom's just like, hey, yeah fuck that AI. What? It's very concerning stuff." <laughs> yeah, I'll be concerned when AI hits the. Microwave. You brought
3: up the con- the idea. You brought up the idea of a code of conduct, and so. We have in the past looked at code of conduct ethics rules, but I want to point out that Microsoft fired what 40,000 people, M- many of which were in their AI ethics department. Uh, I hey Google, I know, how many
2: people did Microsoft recently fired. <laughs>
3: you're horrible
0: you're horrible uh, 10,000
2: 10, 10, 10, so, employees
0: Amazon also laid off a ton of employees and but the concern is not neighbor, so. the
3: concern is not the number they're laying off yeah. because Microsoft and Microsoft in the last year hired forty thousand and fired or let go ten thousand people. The concern is that they've got companies like Twitter and Google and Microsoft who are disbanding their ethics division but hiring for their AI divisions. That's a serious concern because AI should be uniquely tied to ethics. It's a thing that acts wholly unethically. It doesn't have the concept of right and wrong. And I also want to clarify here when I say AI, I mean machine learning. We've had AI forever uh, since Pong, but machine learning does not learn good or bad. It learns correct or incorrect. And I don't want to go play Paul I'm very concerned about the direction we're going. And I think that learning how coding works and learning how the 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 information that we give to companies is used is so essential. So like I'm super glad that that your Spanish-speaking child is is minoring in something that makes them learn Java because you have to have a a slight understanding of what a data source is, what a processor is. You know, the news companies love to say algorithms. There's no such thing as algorithms in these kinds of machine learning processes. It's, it's not calculus. The stuff is just, I mean, it's eventually calculus, but it's just, we're too abstracted. To move on from A- We're A- too abstracted from the way that this whole, gets used. Double, two
2: or three times now. <laughs> I'm just talking. I'm just talking to Discord now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so who's uh, who's speaking at the next SDPHP? I don't John, know. John, see how it's scheduled for next week. I don't
0: know. I think it, I think it was you. If I remember no. correctly.
2: No, you do not remember correctly. You remember completely wrong. That
0: cannot be right. <laughs> I, I don't have a specific person. I, so didn't,
2: I you, a... didn't you recently give a talk at a conference somewhere? I, don't I mean, don't do you have again. something in the chamber? I do. I don't want to do it again.
0: Don't make me do it again. Uh, I considered uh, it. Maybe. I'm. It feels together. very
3: weird that we have not yet talked about PHP Tech, seeing as the I last know, the last about dozen episodes have talked about it. So, what's going on I with PHP to Tech?
2: Lead lead into that. Well, this is we talk about you know, how you the PHP leading, leading into something is it doesn't count the, as leading to, into something. Tom Tom Tom. Pump the brakes, please. We've talked in the past about how much the PHP community how great it is, and they're stepping up for us again. Cause I was it was it last week we talked about having to get the stuff from the East Coast to Chicago, mm-hmm. and somebody I, I if you're in Discord and you're okay with me sharing your name, just give me a nod in Discord. But somebody in our PHP Ugly Discord stepped up and said, "Hey, I can help you with that." Hey, I go over there often enough. I'll go pick up the stuff for you. Not only will they pick it up, but they're like, oh, I'll keep it on my property until the conference. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> I'm so happy. So yeah, that's fantastic. Um we're still we're still kind of working out a few, few things with it, but it's looking like John and I aren't gonna to have to do a cannibal run between Maryland and Chicago. So that would be fun.
0: Where's the
3: fun in that?
0: It would have been fun to go out there, but the expense to fly all the way out there, rent a truck, drive—you know—a few states and over. The stress.
2: Yeah.
3: Have you tried asking to borrow yeah. Taylor's Lamborghini? Thought about it.
2: <laughs> that would have been awesome. Just hooking up to the back of a Lamborghini. <laughs> that that would don't yeah. make Reddit. So much. Yeah, hey, Taylor,
3: I know we're close friends and all. Can I borrow your Lamborghini in custom blue? Oh no, orange.
2: Yeah. Hey, it's even the it's even the uh PHP architect color. It's perfect.
3: Exactly. Also, we have a trademark suit we want to talk about with you. <laughs> we stole your color. Oh, that did, did you hear that uh Taylor they they
2: actually released uh what was it? Their trademark uh guidelines or something? No. Oh, I got to I got to find it. I got to find it on <laughs> I would have to find it on his Twitter account.
3: I can tell you that we haven't covered Laravel in a long time. And I still get the Laravel news breakdowns of every like release and patch. And it seems like it's slowing down. And I'm very thankful for that. Like the, the, the patch notes don't include major overhauls to fundamental systems.
0: They're saving it for Laracon.
2: I know. I don't even know. I don't even know what Taylor's uh, Twitter handle is anymore. Is it, isn't it Otwell or something? Or is it Taylor Otwell? Maybe Taylor, Taylor Otwell. Otwell. Yeah.
3: And yes, Ben, you can put a trailer hitch on a Lambo. I have seen a Lambo towing <laughs> a Lambo.
2: You've seen a Lambo towing a Lambo. Yes. Oh God, I freaking. Twitter has gotten to be a dumpster fire. I can't even right now. Okay, here. Probably probably uh, overdue, but I released the full trademark page for Laravel. So here, let me put this over here, and I will share this with you guys. Uh, so, trademark page on the Laravel website. So... Yeah. And he's right. It is well overdue. I, I'm wondering how much of this came out of the whole Laravel certified conversations that they had, but.
0: Oh, with yeah. the, with that service that got shut down.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I, I, I think they wanted to continue to say Laravel certified or something. I, I forget the details of it, but it, it, Either way, Laravel's big enough. They needed to have this in place. So it's good to see that they finally took care of it. And and I'm really happy to know that I kept the uh <laughs> conversation between him and I on, on the elephant. So <laughs> we're good. <laughs> oh, look at you. Where's the Discord at? Discord boom. There you go. Lambo total Lambo. That's, a, that's a, is that Lambo's Lambo truck? This picture something? is a
3: hurricane. It's a it's a Lamborghini it's a twelve hundred horsepower Lambo towing a Hurricane.
2: What is a Hurricane? Is that a Lambo?
3: Yeah, that's their uh, SUV model. Ah, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. (sighs) Yeah, it's. I don't know. I mean, you guys, you guys have screwed with trademark stuff. Not Isn't much. it is not much? I don't know. Isn't it kind of weird that Laravel's dipping their toes into this right now?
2: Well, I mean, they had a start at some point.
3: Like, not like, three hey, years hey, ago, like, four years ago.
2: Is this a new? Is this a new website? Yeah. When did they get a new website? I, I don't even go to their website anymore. Two months ago. This, this is new, right? looks the same to me but i don't go there so i don't know looks the same to me
0: but I, i've never been there so i don't know <laughs> what it looks like i just remember red and black and white and words
3: well i mean like yeah. the wwe sponsorship is new they they laravel lately seems to be running more like a company than an open source project
2: it is a company that has an open source project
3: I preferred it as a, a, I preferred it as a more open source project than as a company. You preferred it been. that way? I mean,
0: that's the goal, right? You, you yes. release something open source and you turn it into something that you make money from? I think it's awesome. No!
3: That is the opposite of the goal of open source. No, it's not. What are you talking about? Yes, it about? is. No. I'll tell you what,
2: Tom. You can talk to Taylor about it at PHP Tech this year. Can I? No, you'll run into
0: I don't know. a corner. He Please. didn't, he about didn't
3: about say that. he wasn't coming. Ah <laughs> oh, boy, the PHP Tech situation I am struggling with. I What? I need to I need to run it up the right pipeline and uh it's, running out of time, buddy. I know. Yeah. I know Actually, we're running out of time, John. We uh we had a very close call. With the PHP architect, with PHP tech, because there's a, an all hands, there's an all hands company event that is the week before PHP tech. Get him to move
0: it instead, go to PHP tech as a, company. well,
3: I'm going to try and use it as leverage and say, Hey, you only have to pay for the one plane ticket. To phP tech from the all company event that saves you on a whole plane ticket
2: and if they're if they're a big enough sponsor they'll they'll
3: be able to get other people in too so here's here's the question though is that if I can't pull it off can you buy a ticket sure yeah we don't have a problem with that we we take mortgages <laughs> we take new homes I'm glad you picked up on what I'm putting down but uh <laughs> Make a deal with
2: you. You go pick up. You go pick up our trailer from this person's property address in Chicago.
3: Could we make this the most uncomfortable podcast by having an episode the week after PHP Tech, where I didn't get a ticket? <laughs> 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 so, guys, how was it? Really wish I could have been
0: there, but Wait, uh, we're gonna do. We're gonna do. We're Just gonna do a live to, episode that Thursday night you know, with you at your house.
3: Getting those getting those tickets. You gotta know Probably people in high right. places. Like the owners of the conference. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: I, 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 I like I get I get so picky about this stuff, man. And I, I, I okay. really I've been that trying does, to look, really This does not count account account. as this does
3: not count as picky because I am I am positive I have helped with at least 10 hours of promotional material for a conference that I am not invited to. You're invited? What are you talking about? Yeah. The world is invited. No, you can buy a ticket. Anyone can buy a ticket. <laughs> on, you can even go there. We wouldn't kick you out of the hotel. I just – I can't wait to do a remote episode while you guys are both at PHP Tech and I'm in, I'm in my house going – yeah, you've done
2: we've done that before. Oh oh that's right. You didn't join us for that one, did you? We we, we podcast from PHP Tech one year. Was, was it was a rough experience. Ten fucking years Just, ago. Couldn't hear anything, but it was bad. It was fun. No, it was so not fair. fun.
0: If you tell me about the one where we were on the panel with other people.
2: Yeah. It oh, was us, was, re- was round rough. table, town hall. I, th- I think everybody worked as hard as they could to make it as pleasant as possible.
0: John! It, it was It was rough for me because it was... I didn't know the format as we were getting into it, and the whole interview format is just not something we do, and I'm not... So I just kind of sat there. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I will be at PHP Tech one way or another if I have to hitchhike and break in...
0: Well, we found out that your your wife is not on the loan, so she can buy
2: you a ticket. <laughs> she has credit cards, right? I mean, I understand she's just a teacher. I think if teachers credit cards <laughs> wow. don't. Wow. Take- All right.
3: Uh, title, oh, wow.
2: B, you're the one that started
3: it. Just a teacher. There we go. That's the title for this episode. Just a teaser. No, somebody
2: somebody already had the title, and, and I feel bad because Ben Ben had a good title as well. But it's all in the family. But I'm not gonna, I'm going to spell family. PHP Emily. That doesn't make
3: sense. That'll. Why yeah, it elephant, make elephant. Yeah. things worse. Why does it not yeah. make
2: sense? Yeah, PHP Emily. All in the PHP Emily. Which reminds me, John, I never got your headshots. So thanks for that. Appreciate that. Yeah, have you heard me talking about my week? The past Have you weeks? seen my past head? I, I heard about how good it's going now.
3: I mean, Eric got my headshots, which just means I, I'm going to was... be in every episode from now on. I know.
0: Pretty He's much got heads headshots for me. Too. They're just a little blurry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're taken from a potato. <laughs> just
3: <laughs> good God. no, no, John. Just John just smoked some weed before he took his headshot pictures, and you've got. Eighty of the same picture of him staring blankly at the camera.
0: Good pictures.
3: <laughs> you, you did just—they were
0: all blurry. <laughs> they were blurry. Stop you should them. get a pixel. They were, blurry. They were not blurry. Uh, not Too as bad. blurry as you're making it out to be.
2: I could. Uh, I could we
0: could have them blurry. That would have been a fun one. They, they were. I think they are usable <laughs> if you need one badly
3: enough. You know, it's you really. Know. You know, what's really fun. It's is. A, trying to rotoscope a blurry (laughs) picture just just fucking do it just use it what's wrong with you man i'm trying
2: to make this show better don't you know you don't you don't do that i do that all right you do that now please
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's why you're ceo God, I'm
2: trying to make the show better. That's all I try to do is make the show better. And then what I get crap out of it. I set up the toast cam day, and toast didn't even come to the office. I, I Wait, add What, happened, to what happened after your toast tore your wife's office apart? <gasps> oh, oh, what? I should share that. What? I'm going to share it in our Discord. This is why you want to be in our Discord. I'm going to share a video <laughs> in our Discord that just about got our foster dog fostered the hell out of our house uh this, what? The, this dog? I couldn't, couldn't, believe I, couldn't believe,
0: I couldn't believe you just stood there videotaping it. Like,
2: what are you gonna eat? No, next? yeah, no, the, no, no, Don't, no, go, go don't help, just film. I, I've got to defend myself a little bit here because the routine we have now is my wife works at night, and we've talked about this in the past, and, the, and we have a pretty nice little routine now. The wife and I spend some time in the morning. We usually take the dog to the dog park, and we we come come home. I go to work. She goes to bed. Well, the dog has started sleeping with my wife in bed after the dog park, which works out for me because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried, if she has to go out and go potty or anything anyways, uh, so the fact that I'm in my office and the dog's not with me is not unusual anymore. And the other day I'm hearing something going on. I'm like, what is that sound? Where's that sound coming from? And I go upstairs to see what's going on. And I see the dog standing in my wife's office and I see these papers all over the place. I'm like, nope. I'm getting the camera and I'm filming this because I'm not having my wife yell at me. I'm going to film this, and so I, 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 you know, get my phone out and I start filming it. And then I walk into the office. I'm like, oh my god, you're so dead. You're so okay, dead. Oh, so uh, there, she posted it. She I, put it in. Discord I can tell for you us. exactly
3: where you went wrong here. Filming the dog tearing up your wife's paperwork instead of stopping him was probably the wrong move. Unless you have somehow monetized this on TikTok to pay for the paperwork.
2: You know, my, my concern was it had a printer cartridge in, it, in her mouth. And I'm like, no, don't, don't you, you know how expensive those things are? You the printer
3: cartridge. Jeez. Those oh, things are yeah. fucking expensive. <laughs> That's liquid gold. It, Okay,
2: we do need to wrap it up. We are we are running running really late. Uh so I'll be I'll be short on, on this part. Um
3: Oh sorry. Uh, you saying, oh my god, a book. Toast, what were you thinking? <laughs> I didn't realize how bad it was to get, get walked into the office. <laughs> I'm afraid you haven't realized how bad it was yet. (laughs) All right. uh, Listen,
2: I'll make this short. I like to do something uh, inspirational at the end. And, you know, I I, I ramble about it, but I'll make this one short. Listen, the journey, the journey can get hard. The journey is not easy. That's why it's journey. Just keep pushing through, keep achieving. You'll get to where you need to be eventually. That's my little words of wisdom this week. I appreciate everybody. And I appreciate everybody joining in to this episode of PHP Ugly, episode 321. Hi, I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm
0: Tom. How did we get so many episodes? It's
1: crazy. Keep, Keep it, it ugly. One, two, one, two. two. Uh, I'm coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit, you know. Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. You shout to John. You know that be smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love